welcome back to Lucifer's Lair. We are in part three with Mark Swan, and in this episode, we talk about lucid dreaming. So let's dive right in. Enjoy. Let's jump into lucid dreaming. Woo! Woo! Love it. Bada bing! Hey! <laughs> Wicked. Yeah. So, you are a person that I've talked about, I've technically have talked about you on the podcast before, I just never mentioned names. Oh, really? I, I mentioned that you and Shell can lucid dream together and build worlds mm, together. We've been trying to. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you've successfully lucid dreamed together. You've told me about a few of them when oh, we were living together. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Where you're able to do it, and... I don't know how far you got into my podcast because I know you've only listened to. I, so few I don't. Of them. I don't remember you talking about that. Okay, so that was in. Um, I talk about the LDVG lucid dreaming video game server that I experienced when I was in my coma. Oh shit! Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Have I told you about this before? Not personally. No. Okay. So brief thing, but listen to the podcast because it goes into it. But basically, there is a world space yep. place i don't know mm. out there yeah um where somebody created a video game server that they've been building that other people can access and play these video games in their dreams the thing is though you have to be able to know how to manifest in your dreams and i do not okay um it only takes something so, traumatic like an nd or something or... i don't know okay i don't know a lot about it i just know that i was there once and um, I ended up in a zombie video game. That's not good. It was horrifying. It was like Roblox out in the And people dimension. would just appear next to me, and they'd be like full full gear. Interesting. And they'd look at me, and they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I need to get out of here. And I remember a guy looked at me, and he's like, you should be lucky you're even here. So many people train so hard to even get here. Like, you need to at least try. Wow, fuck that guy. Yeah, the gaming community is toxic everywhere. If you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, sound off in the comments. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get an F in chat? We see you, Assassin's Creed 69, 420. Oh uh... <laughs> but, like... Um, nobody would tell me how to get out of there because everybody was like, you should just be happy you even made it. So many people have been trying to make it. Like, I've tried mm. years. Like, they they were, like, going off. And from what I could tell, it was being worked on for, like, about ten or so years. Mm. And the graphics weren't great. It was very, like, first Tomb Raider-type graphics. Interesting. Like, very blocky. Okay. Um, but still fucking horrifying because it's basically VR. Like, you're physically there. Things are physically touching you. Okay. Um, but you can, you have to manifest what you can bring in. And I didn't know how to do that. And I was in my hospital gown in a zombie video game. Because oh. I couldn't I couldn't create my clothes. Like I the, couldn't just be like, oh, I need a bow. Yeah. yeah, like, it was none of that. <laughs> where people were just, like, pulling things out. And I could just watch them. They'd be like, oh, now I need a gun. And they would just have one. Mm-hmm. And they would just figure it out. Like, they've been practicing forever. Right. Um, and when I woke up, it's like, you know, part of you is like, well, that was a weird dream. Well, but the only thing that solidified it for me, I was like, this has to be real, is because you and Michelle would tell me that you would, like, dream together. And I'm like, okay, so this is definitely a thing that I probably did stumble into that mm-hmm. is real. 
Right. So tell me about your lucid dreaming experiences. Um. Well, so I've had far more lucid dreaming experiences than my, with myself rather than mm-hmm. Michelle. With other people? But, well, I, I've never had one specifically with another person. Not one that I've been able to acknowledge except for Michelle. Michelle and I have had one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is ex- I remember when it happened because y'all came out of the bedroom we were like, freaking holy shit! <laughs> well, and so this is going to get, I, I really hope because Michelle is definitely going to listen to this and yeah. I really hope that she doesn't get uncomfortable by me telling this story. But she um, she had one of those dreams that we've all had before where we go to the bathroom. Yeah. And, like, uh, she said she had a very specific dream where she went to the bathroom. And I had a dream where Michelle went to the bathroom. And it was really as specific as that. And we interacted briefly. Mm -hmm. And that was an insane step. Oh, yeah. Because we have literally, it has been something, like, and I really want to preface this with anybody who's listening. It's, like... I, um, I'm half, my feet are half in the water as far between like, we live in a world that is transcending dimensions. And then my other foot is in the water. That's like, this is fucking bullshit. You know? And I think, I certainly think that's a really healthy way to live because like recognizing that what you experience may not even be real and you might just be right in your own brain. Just like, this is a thing. Uh, Yeah. And it's, it's just like, it was, it was a huge monumental step because Michelle and I were like, what the fuck just happened? Um, And we, yeah, I remember like bursting out of the door and we like, we had to tell because it was something for a very long time that we were going like, okay, good night, good night. Let's work really hard to make sure that we're in each other's dreams. And the reality of that situation is like... Weren't you trying to like meet at a certain location was the idea? Yeah. So we were using... um, And I'm I'm explaining this all as like things that just you'd wake up in the morning and you'd kind of be like, well, that didn't work. And you don't really know how to experiment further. But what we were doing is like go to sleep thinking of a particular color. And we would try and be really specific with it. We would, but at first we were like green, green, green. Okay, go to sleep thinking green. All right, well, green's not specific enough. Uh, Moss green, moss green, moss green. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, that's not specific enough. And I feel like we didn't get as specific as we needed to, but maybe we need to look at like a, a Photoshop, like gradient or whatever. Maybe. So it's the exact number. Like we focus on like like green E seven one four five. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and like, I, I cannot tell you that I have been successful in lucid dreaming with another person other than like flukes. Um, but I do have a little bit of success lucid dreaming on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, I think this is a thing that like, it's one of those weird things because people are going to be like, this is how you do it. And it's like, nah, this is how you do it. If this, if you have this exact brain chemistry that you can. Yeah. It goes back to like magic where it's like, everybody's going to experience things differently and how you do things is going to be different than how somebody else did it. Right. Exactly. So there, you can go online and there are communities where there are like these tried and true methods and it involves journaling every single dream you have Mm -hmm. it involves eating this particular diet it involves having this particular kind of sleep schedule it Mm -hmm. involves you know it's very intensive right it it it, it's there are things in these sort of like tactics that are like really unhealthy like there are people who will tell you to set an alarm for like three in the morning because you're more likely to dream and be conscious of it when you're like drowsy you kind of want to like mm, yeah. interrupt your rest. You're like sleep. half awake and half yeah. asleep. Yeah. And like while that's true, it is so dangerous for your body to like interrupt 
REM sleep. It's like so bad for you. Yeah. It, it like it'll cause weight gain. It'll cause like it'll cause mental fatigue. It causes all kinds of stuff. So like follow those things as as much as you can. But um, I think the thing is, is it's just like a lot of luck and just a lot of want, wanting it. Yeah. Um, setting the intention. Right. Exactly. It, it's it's um, the one thing that I do agree with is you need to train yourself to realize that you're dreaming. Yeah. Um, and which is so hard. I've been right. trying forever. The only time I lose a dream was when I was in a coma and I went, I've been here a while. Mm-hmm. And that's only because I was in a coma for a week. Right. Like, it was several, it was probably three days in before I was like, oh, I haven't woken up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is so difficult. And that's the thing is, like, it's, may, that might be the thing that works for you. <laughs> it's going into a coma in that fucking Woo! Time. Yay! But fentanyl! No. It, it's, <laughs> like, as an example, the last time I lucid dreamed, what I did was I had some ramen broth. I took a 45-minute nap. I woke up and I played the old PlayStation 3 game Illuminis. And I played it to a certain point and I was like, oh, I have a weird feeling. I went to sleep and then I had fucking crazy 48-hour, it felt like, lucid dream. And it was the weirdest shit. Like, I, I was, like, manifesting into Minecraft worlds and I was like, oh, I'm in an orgy now. But you were and having a good time. I was having a good time. But my lucid dreaming when I had it, given mm-hmm. it was in a coma and there was a lot of drugs involved, so that might play into it. When I recognized that I was asleep is when everything started going bad for me. Because mm. I went, oh, now I can manifest all the bad shit. Well, so that's <laughs> the thing is, is it's just like tripping. Yes. Like it's, it's very similar, similar chemicals that are going into your brain. Like it's. You're still inside of your brain. Right. And so, if you're like, oh, that means that bad things can happen to me now, then it will because you're imagining it and well, you're in it. you're in this cage where anything you think about becomes real. So if yeah. you're thinking about bad things, bad things are going to become real. Yeah. Um, Welcome yeah. to my brain. Oh, shit. Woo! Do you experience uh, <laughs> sleep paralysis ever? No. Okay. Wait. Once. Okay. And I saw a friend. <gasps> cool. Yeah. Did um, I ever tell you about this? It was just no, in California. No, no. I'm excited to hear it. Should I just... Hold on. Do you want to finish what you're saying, or should I go into this light tangent and we'll come back? No, no. We'll come back because I have a point. Um, but it okay. involves learning about other people's sleep paralysis. Well, like, I remember in California, I woke up, but I wasn't... I couldn't move. I wasn't fully awake yet. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... Me and Ariel, I'll probably bring Ariel on at one point and we'll talk Hell about yeah. this, but, um, shout out to Ariel. Shout out to Ariel. Um, we, we lived together in California and we just knew that there was a demon in my closet mm. and not in a bad way. Like you do. And like, I hope there's normies listening or like, man, it's like, no, sometimes, you know, so, yeah, sometimes you just know. And like, I knew that they were there. And a lot of my magic involves, like, bridging the gap between, like, hey, I I personally feel like demons and dark entities are just misunderstood and mistreated, and that's why they act out at us. Mm. So I try to be like, hey, it's okay. Like, how can I help you? What do you need? (laughs) Take a sip. (laughs) Chug, chug. No, don't. Um, So I I knew that they were there, (laughs) and... They knew that I was there, and I think they understood that I didn't mean any harm, but they also were like, please leave. 
like they felt entitled to that space right. that I was living in, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I and I was aware of it. They tried to burn down my house at one point. Oh fuck! Um, but mm. I remember I I saw them. I had a paralysis, and they like walked out of my closet and just went out into the living room, and then I basically went back to sleep. But they were like very long legs, very thick body, kind of like werewolf with really thin long legs. Think that okay. with really long arms. Did you get a name or no? No. No, we didn't really interact. I was just kind of like, hey, if you chill there, I'll chill here. I'll respect your space. Like, they wanted my closet a certain way. Like, I, you know when you just know? Mm -hmm. I went in my closet, I was like, okay, I'll move this. Like, I could just tell that I was like, "Mm, gut feeling says I should move this. Sure. Uh, Gut feeling says I should keep this space just open. Like, I think that's where they slept or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, during a tarot reading once, we had our eyes closed, we were meditating, and I had candles on my altar, and I had this tapestry... Oh shit! It has the big burnt hole in it. Uh, from that. Wait, experience. that's from that. Di- yes. Oh my gosh! So that- trust us, audience. <laughs> trust us. It's over here. I'll post a picture of it in Discord. Nice. Um. Yeah. So that burnt hole, I had that tapestry up, and it was nowhere near the candles because I'm aware that tapestries are flammable. Right. We were meditating, and um, it was me and Ariel. We were doing this tarot reading, and I was like trying to find her tarot cards because I do tarot with my eyes closed, and then I flip them and read them. That's how I do it. Cool. Um, so I can just feel the energy instead of just picking up on what I visually see. Um, and then we smelled something burning, mm-hmm. and Ariel was like, "I think something's burning." We both had our eyes closed, and I was like, "No, no, no! Don't think about it. Like, I gotta concentrate. Like, <laughs> shut up, you know? Uh, <laughs> shut fuck. up! I gotta concentrate." Ah, it's dangerous. And yeah. then she opened her eyes and she went. Oh my god! Like that, and I opened my eyes, and that thing was a blaze. Holy shit! And wow. the um, the wall was starting to blacken, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And so we stamped it out. We got water. We got it out, and like we just stopped the reading. I was like, "This is a sign. We're done. We're done. We're putting it away." And the I remember hearing in my head, like, "I don't like fire." Interesting. Which is interesting because. Uh, well, Lucifer is my name. Right. And I do a lot of fire and water stuff. Right. Since then, I still have yet to actually use a real candle. Hmm. I've been so afraid to even just, right. like, leave a candle. Like, these here yeah. are battery. Well. Because now I'm just like, ah, uh, I'm going to wait until I know it's good again. Are you under the impression that this entity is possibly still with you? Or? No. No, they're oh. still out there. They're in that closet. They're one of sure. them California demons. They're one of them Cali demons. Yeah. <laughs> they like to hit the beach. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, that was my sleep paralysis experience I saw them instead yeah. of like felt them. Um, I actually saw them and Ariel can confirm she saw them too. So, because I remember her being so, like, hey, do you know that there's yes. a demon? So, <laughs> it, it, it is one of the best modern magic experiences for someone to approach you like a day later or two days later or a yeah. week later. And they're like, hey, did I this happen something. to you? Yeah. And you're like, yes, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. crazy. And, and, yeah. And, and, you know, there's like concepts of mass hysteria and stuff like that. And you always have to be, you know, you always have to be be careful when you think about these things, but also yeah. at the same time, it's like, holy shit, this is an experience that I've had in my life. And wow, there's somebody else who could have it with me. So crazy. I'm, I'm a big demon guy, honestly. Same. Yeah. High five. Woo-hoo. Demons. Um, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I asked if you got its name because demons are really big on names. Yeah. I purposely just was like, 
you stay to your side and I'll stay to my side. If you vibe, you. I'll vibe. Yeah. I will respect whatever you want. And their thing was like, no fire. And I was like, all right, heard. How interesting. You, you, you like, from a strictly, like, demonic perspective, you would think that, like, demons are usually entities that are related with fire. I mean, not necessarily, but... But then that goes back to me being like, I think they're just misunderstood. Yeah. You know? And people are like, oh, you did this because fire! You did this because it was evil! It's like, I mm. think they're just misunderstood entities that are just around in the world. Just like, all humans aren't evil, even right. though a shit ton of us are. Yeah. But, like, that doesn't make all demons, or quote-unquote demons, I don't even know if they're demons, but, like, but yeah. however we want to define it, just these other entities that may not vibe with the way that we like things to be, that doesn't mean they're bad. Right. They just are. Well, and I don't I don't think any of them are necessarily bad. It, it's always been my understanding that's been, like, highly political. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. That, that, so, like... Nothing is good and nothing is bad. It just is. I It's... You know, you talk about, like, the fall of Lucifer. Yeah. Not you. What a... What a... <laughs> what, oh, I thought you... Yeah. Um, but it's, it's like, there's not a whole lot that has to do with that story. It's just kind of like, Lucifer was like, no, I don't like how things are. And and God was like... Which you should be allowed to be like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't really vibe with this without being called evil. Right. Yeah. And And, like... It, it really was a political issue. It, it's I think there are a lot of Christians out there who was like, no, it was the epitome of evil. And it's like, can you explain why? Yeah. Um, and they can't. And they can't. And and a lot of things because like... Because free will apparently is evil. Right. That gets into Satanism. We'll talk about that another day. Because that's Woo! kind of the main basis of Satanism. And that's why it's called Satanism. Is because it has nothing to do with worshipping Satan. It's everything to following the path that Lucifer originally carved of being able to make decisions for yourself and free will and doing what is best for you. Right. Not necessarily for quote unquote God. Right. But anyway, right. sleep paralysis. <laughs> so <laughs> why, why I equate sleep paralysis to lucid dreaming is because, um, sleep paralysis is very much, uh, the beginning of a bad trip. Um, and, uh, my experience has been because I have suffered from a very specific sleep paralysis for a long time, which is I will wake up before my body wakes up. I've done that before. Um, where I lift up my arm and it's not there. Right. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I have um, definitely been in situations where I am in bed with a partner and I am screaming. I'm screaming because my body cannot move. I can't even control my breathing, but I exist inside my head and I can't even make my eyes open. Um, so I'm going, I'm going, mm, mm, and, and in my ears and in my mind, I'm going, mm, I'm screaming as loud as I can. Yeah. And it becomes very aware to me that um, I'm not in control. I'm like that in dreams where I can't yell in dreams. Mm -hmm. I, I've heard that's, yeah, that's something yeah. that might happen. Like if something bad's happening, I'll try to yell and it just doesn't happen i i yeah I, th I think like yelling is such a physical primal thing and it's yeah. like that's not what, where you are in dreams you are a you're a mental spiritual entity like um but that's basically so i i have had sleep paralysis situations where i've screamed and screamed and screamed i'm able to wake myself up a little and i'm like oh thank gosh i am awake i'm fine and i'm out of this nightmare and then i will fall back asleep <laughs> And then it'll just happen again. 
Um, so what I've learned to do is to go, uh, my consciousness is awake, but I am asleep. How do I take control of this? And that's usually how I enter my lucid dreams. And I can't... Do you start in a certain space, like create a certain space to begin? It is so... This is going to come off as so dumb because... <laughs> oh, uh, pretty oh, oh! Shell's on the show. Um, um, It's Minecraft. I love that. It's straight up Minecraft. No, that's beautiful. Yeah. Because if you create a space that is familiar, comforting, whatever mm. that might be for you, that's the best place to start. Well, and, and Mine Minecraft could be horrifying. Well, Minecraft is specifically <laughs> this room where you create things, right? Yeah. Like that's the purpose of that. And there's a study that says that, that gamers have, um, uh, more experiences with lucid dreaming. Yeah. Well, because yeah. they're able to recognize reality versus a game. Right. Yeah. And they're able to take control. Yeah. Um, and be like, oh, this isn't real. Mm. And recognize that I've done that, and it totally went over my head too. Yeah, there's the screaming thing where I screamed and I went, "That's weird. I can only do that when I'm dreaming." Mm. Anyway, and just like moved on, not realizing that I was dreaming, and then I woke up and went, "Motherfucker!" Motherfucker. Well, and I, that's, I was this close it, to being like, "I am dreaming." It's the switch you need to flip. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um it's immediately going like, "Wait, I'm in I am in a space where anything that I think becomes reality." And, and and that scares me <laughs> because there's bad things in your brain. I, right? My brain immediately goes to anything I think of can happen. Here's all the bad stuff. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, you know me personally, and I'm willing to say this on a public thing. Um, I'm not a very like sexual person. Yeah. My lucid dreaming almost immediately takes me to a sexual place. Interesting. Yeah. So more on more than one occasion, I uh, like definitely like have sex with the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought this was going. <laughs> is that why we've worn this shirt today? Or no, this is no, no, this Girls. is Golden Girls. This is Golden Girls. <laughs> this is Golden Girls. Everybody's dead except Betty White. Um, and yeah. she will never die. No, she won't. Yeah. No, she won't. But <laughs> I, I usually go to a sexual place first, and I think that has to do with the fact that, like, I'm, like, I love the LMAO. <laughs> I hope that's at the sexual place. Um, but but my brain will always kind of, like, get that out of the way. They'll be like, okay, you can create anything, or you're going to create a scenario where you're having sex. And then it's like, now the world is your oyster. Um, and so... So do you have to... Not that I'm saying that sex is a bad thing for you, but do you think you have to do that first thing your brain thinks of to fully get into it? Whether it be, like, for me, like, oh, the bad things are going to happen then. Do you have to go through those, you think, before it unlocks the, like, okay, now you can do whatever you want? No, because I don't... I, what I see it as is sort of, like, my brain going, like, you can do whatever you want. Well due to whatever scenarios that have happened in your life, you're kind of sexually repressed. So like, let's give you like a positive sexual scenario maybe. Yeah. And so, and then that happens and I'm like, woo. And then, and then, <laughs> then that that's out of the way. Like I will, I mean, I'll create entire worlds. I'll create entire scenarios. The thing about lucid dreaming that a lot of people don't understand is that like your brain is going to struggle to take control back from you. Um, so Interesting. yeah, there, there'll be a but lot your of brain is you. Maybe. Uh, oh! <laughs> oh! 
I, your mind is you. Your brain is not you. Yeah. So what did... Oh, I, I, shit. We don't know exactly... That goes back to my mirror thing. It <laughs> freaks me out. We don't know what a brain... Or we don't know what... We a, don't know what a brain is. We don't know what a brain is. <laughs> we, we don't know what a dream is specifically, but scientists assume that we are running through scenarios in our head because we are constantly trying to survive. So Yes. Well, and that's what dreaming supposedly is, is create scenarios so if it does happen in reality, you're we've gone through, like, the training it's tutorial training. Right. of how to deal with it or how to not deal with it. It's like, oh, last time I went in this, I did it this way. I'm not going to do it that way this time. Right. Yeah. So this is a dumb example, and I apologize because it's the most cliche example, but it's like The Matrix. What the Matrix is trying to do is trying to put you in a fucking training program. Mm -hmm. But when you lucid dream, when you dream, your brain is putting you in the training program. When you lucid dream, you're like, wait, I'm in a world that I've created. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to train. I want to go over here and I want to interact with the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> 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 like, I want to create Minecraft worlds, and I want to, yeah. you know, like, yeah, it's... I want to do the things that I can pretty much do in reality. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Y yes. Yes, here's my declaration. You're like, I didn't pick flying. Yeah. I picked Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's the thing, is, like, it's it's a whole bunch of different scenarios, and I think, like, a lot of times your brain is constantly trying to take control back and it'll be like, well, what if you're falling? And you go like, oh, well, if I'm falling, I'm flying, you know? And, and yeah, it's, it's, the problem is, is that it's very, very hard to trigger that thing. It's very, very hard to be like, I'm in control. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that will offer up, um, solutions mm -hmm. and, and it's like journaling and eating this diet, like I said, and it's like, you just got to find the thing that works for you. Yeah, and it goes back to just, like, literally anything. Mm -hmm. Because what works for you in anything doesn't always work for the person next to you. Right, exactly. That could be dieting. That mm -hmm. could be magic. That could be lucid dreaming. Right. It could be, I don't know, your favorite video game. Like, this is my favorite video game. Why don't you like it? It's like, yeah. well, it just doesn't vibe with me. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's just different perceptions, and, and nothing that works for somebody else is going to work for you. Maybe it will, um, but I've certainly never had that experience. Yeah. And it, and it bumps me out when people take advantage of that, you know? Like, Do you think that dreaming, because I've brought this up before, that dreaming is portals into other realities that are, or timelines that are currently happening? 100%. Yes. So before I was ever lucid dreaming, I would constantly, and I still do have dreams where I am an alternate self yeah. interacting with alternate versions of my friends and alternate things are happening. I have a theory on that. Go for I it. I mean, I don't, it's not a theory because I'm not a scientist, but. It's a I, theory. Fuck it. <laughs> You're a scientist now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Science. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm very much, uh, I, I had a very enlightening dream um, that involved me being aware of myself watching myself watch myself does that make sense no, no. um <laughs> and that's the nature of dreams so i i had a dream that um yourself watching yourself watching yourself watching yourself yes okay so i so there's I, four layers i had a dream where i five i don't that's inception <laughs> in theaters nine years ago um no no, no. so i had a dream uh that i was in my parents house and uh, there was a full-length mirror in the living room. And uh, oh, I, I was don't like me. this. <laughs> I don't like this. 
Um, I was watching, I was in a third person view, which people who are not video game oriented, it's, it's you watching the character that you're controlling. Mm -hmm. So I was watching me and I was walking around my living room and it was just a normal time during the night. And I went up to this, um, full length mirror and I look into the mirror, me, me watching me looks into the mirror and the me that I'm watching looks behind him and there is a headless naked version of me behind me. And, um, when that version of me realizes that, um, I swoop back and suddenly I am looking at the former version that I was looking at, which was a, a clothed me. And now they don't have a head. So it was sort of like, I'm changing perspectives on the fly. Or like the no head is getting closer to you. To, to a certain extent, but it was sort of like, I'm able to change perspectives between two different versions of me and whatever perspective I don't have or whatever perspective I do have doesn't have a head. Um, and that was a, that was a weird ass dream. And it felt, it's one of those dreams where like, it was so real that I can't fucking deal with it. This seems very much like in Harry Potter where they do the like memories into the like water dish very and they much. look into it Yeah, and they're watching themselves. Yeah, it was a little fucked up, but I, I very much, I, I constantly have dreams about that where I'm like, your name's not actually Mark. You're you, but you're not Mark. Yeah. And Dave over there, that's not Dave. That's Larry. Yeah. And, and, and Larry isn't a light installer. He's a vacuum salesman, you know, yeah. like those kinds of shits. So I, I, I mean, I don't Variance have. Variants of yourself. I, I don't have any basis on this, but I, I've sort of had the thought experiment of, I think your brain is like a radio. Um, in that when you are experiencing things, you're sort of like sending out a radiation mm-hmm. and when, at the same time, you're also accepting a radiation. Yeah. Like, and those are, that radiation may come from like alternate realities, mm-hmm. but the reason why you're able to experience those things is because you have a brain that is, you have a radio that's similar to another person's radio out there. So that's always been my kind of thought is like, I, I 100% believe in alternate realities. Oh, 100%. Um, I feel like it, it has to be right. a thing. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense if it wasn't. Yeah. You know? Because there's so many decisions we make in the world mm-hmm. where it's like, there has to be another me that made a different decision or did a different thing. Or maybe me isn't me. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, and the farther you get away from yourself, that's the thing, is once again, we're heading to, like, Loki territory. Um, this is very much like Loki. <laughs> <laughs> I So you liked Loki? I did. The ending disappointed me a little bit. I was disappointed by the ending, too. Yeah. I, I personally kind of wish they wrapped it up. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I don't know. What the fuck was up with that? I don't know. I just, I'm so, look, I've been listening, I've been watching Marvel movies since Iron Man. I'm so fucking done. I just, I don't want to care anymore. It's the same anymore. plot. I don't want to care anymore. I really liked Loki until the end. I really liked Loki till the end. Yeah. Um, I really liked WandaVision. I really, really liked WandaVision. Um, yeah. And then I haven't watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier because it's both of propaganda. Those... <laughs> it is! T. <laughs> it's true. propaganda. True, true. Disney isn't your friend. Media isn't your friend. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here <laughs> first. That's, yeah, first. That's sad. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I had a thought while you were telling me this, mm. that in the very beginning of this podcast, you had me introduce you as a psychic vampire. <laughs> uh, Why? Um, 
Is there a reason or was it just for fun? Uh, little column A, little column B. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I, so I explained before that somebody explained to me energy transference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were talking about like, uh, you know, how you, you influence people with your art and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that there are people out there who realize that they can get energy from other people in yeah. certain ways. Um, I think, um, this is definitely being a performer and, and, um, being a musician who played to relatively large crowds. Like we had a pretty oh, good following. They were a very popular band. <laughs> You're being modest. No questions. Um, no questions. But, um, you know, I was definitely working on my magic throughout these things and it, it, it became relevant to me that I felt, um, not empowered, but super powered mm. when people would sing my lyrics, when people would, you know, uh, jump when I told them to Do you to think jump. that's something celebrities experience and maybe why like getting to their head is yeah. a thing that happens? As someone who thinks that every single fucking celebrity is evil, yes, absolutely. Every single one. Yes, 100%. I, I think right. I think Hollywood is evil. Um Oh, yeah. <laughs> I well, 100%. And I mean, with all the stuff that's going on with certain people, it's like, you know, yeah. it's 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 I think the I think in many ways people have realized that gathering energy sort of motivates you in a particular way. Um, I Well, and it is a form of magic having other people lift you up and basically putting their magic into you. 100%. Putting you higher and higher and higher. It does affect a person. So, like, I... And, and we were talking about, like, anybody who appreciates your picture... I feel like you're giving energy to that person. Or no, they're giving their energy to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I So I like to use this a lot, is um, be careful who you masturbate to. Oh? Because sex magic? you are 100% giving them your energy. Oh, 100%. Like, you're fucking emailing them your Like energy. when I had that guy in Germany. Yeah. <gasps> oh, oh my god! god. Talk about that! I <laughs> forgot about, about that! that. <laughs> Internet, you heard it here first! Um, <laughs> Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. That, wow. Mm-hmm. That, I just remembered that. When you yeah. said that, I went, oh shit, we did this. Yeah. So, I used to, I don't really. Used to. I don't really do this anymore. It was anymore. a weird time, reference two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, I used to do professional dom work online. I don't anymore. I still have uh, subs um, but they're more in person. I don't really do it anymore on the internet just because of one of it was because of this experience. And I went, this feels like power. I shouldn't have the German guy. Oh my God. So basically I had this, um, sub in Germany. I did not know them. Um, it was only through texting and through photos. Um, but basically they just would do what I told them to. You know, mm-hmm. dominatrix shit. Anyway, look it up if you don't know. Um, so, in this scenario, it was you, yep. me, mm-hmm. Shell, and Dahlia. Yep. Um, and we're like, let's try to see if we can do some form of sex magic with him, which was really wrong of us. And it was technically non-consensual. Well, no, it was non-consensual. He did not know that we were doing sex magic, which is 
the number one thing in magic is make sure everybody is consenting to it because it's bad news if not everybody was on board with what you were doing. It's irresponsible. It's irresponsible and a lot of things can backfire. So we were like, let's try to do sex magic with this person. So we made him edge for two and a half hours. Oh my God. Some insane amount of time. So insanely long that we hung out while this was happening, while we were continuing to just edge him the whole time, I took a shower, Dahlia took a shower, you went and had sex <laughs> before... Hi, Mom. <laughs> before this finished. And I remember you two were in your room, and you you did have sex, and you were done, and I remember that. And me and Dahlia were just hanging out after we both showered. Um, separately. Yeah, not together. Um, and, like, when I showered, she kind of took over for me of talking to this guy and continuing on gym. And then, um, he <laughs> ejaculated. And I, so, there's a delay, obviously, when things are sent. Because he has to take the video. Yep. And then send it. And, um, we gave him permission to... And so he did, but we didn't get the video yet. And I remember you came out of the room Mm -hmm. and you were like, something happened. Something changed. Something shifted. And Dolly was like, yeah, I feel it too. And I felt it as well. And we all just like looked at each other like, what's going on? And then dling, we got the text that he had that ejaculation happen. And we're like, holy shit. And then for a week afterwards, we were all like super energetic and really good moods, like super motivated, super, like it was honestly like the best thing. We felt on top of the world for like a week. And wasn't he like also having a real bad time? He was having a terrible time and his week got worse. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sorry, German guy. We drained like happiness out of him and gave it to ourselves yeah in this we also did a whole sigil i think i still we, no, have it yeah I, I i think i wrote up the sigil yeah, yeah. you wrote the sigil and we had it on my we altar i fuck ton of stuff i yeah. still have that sigil somewhere i know yeah. that i do i was like i'm afraid to throw it away i don't know what could happen to it i just know if it's safe nobody can touch it um but yeah yeah masturbation magic sex magic in general is probably I would say, in my experience, the most powerful type of magic. Uh, it's extremely volatile, yeah. It's very, very dangerous. Um, yeah, and, and like, I think the thing is, is people are so willing to give that energy away. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And it could really fuel another person, and it kind of goes into, like, celebrity, like, especially blind-following celebrities, and just oh, being like, oh, everything that they do is totally fine. That adds into, whether they be a good or a bad person, it still adds into their energy and their power. You're giving it to them. Right. That's, a uh, yeah, ob- obsession is is kind of when you are getting into the uncontrollable types of magic. Usually when you're siphoning from yourself, like, it's fucked up. It's completely fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I, I mean, I don't know. We're on Twitch, so we're, I, I, I don't want to get so... Oh, we have crossed so many guidelines. Ah! Um... It's okay, we're gonna export this and put it on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, like, what, whether celebrities are aware of it or not, and honestly, since we're on a magic podcast, I, I would venture to say that with all of, like, the Hollywood conspiracies... Um, that some are at least a little bit aware of it. It's like worship of a mortal person is fucked up. Um, I would even argue worshiping gods and things that 
quote unquote don't exist or not in our reality, I should say. I also think that mm. that's not good. Well, yes, that that is absolutely. But that's a my thing. form of magic. <laughs> uh, no, but that's the thing, though, is that worship is is an incredibly, uh, incredibly renewable like resource. Like I, I think it's kind of weird to say. Um, worship can send you into doing things that you normally wouldn't have outside of the worship. Right. Yeah. Well, what I mean to say, though, is that I think I, I, I think it's underplayed that the human being is, like, the most powerful entity. No, we're not. Uh, it's, well, so here's cool. the thing. It's, it's we, we are powerful in our potential. And um, I think there are a lot of entities out there that see that. And I think they see us as, like, uh, a tree that you can, like, get fruit from. Well, and we evolve fast. Right. Yeah. Um, but like our, our energy, it replenishes really, really easily. Yeah. Um, I don't think like if, if you want to get it weird and esoteric with it, it's like, I don't think a demon's energy replenishes very easily. I don't think a God's energy replenishes really easily. Um, but a really, really good way for them to get energy is for them to simply have you believe in them. Yeah. Like, um, it's like Tinkerbell. You got to clap to keep You got to fucking clap. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, um, when you, when you get into like the religious canon or even when you get into fiction, did you ever read or do you ever experience, uh, American gods? No. Neil, so Neil Gaiman's American gods. And once again, this is weird cause we're like administering like fiction into like our belief systems or whatever. But like, there's an idea there that when a god isn't believed in anymore, it loses its power. 100%. Yeah, so a god, it is their sole purpose to make you go like, believe in me, believe in me, believe in me. And as long as it has one person believing in them, like, they are powerful. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of where you get, like, the worst psychopaths in history. Mm -hmm. Like, you get, like, your Charles Mansons, and you yeah. get, like, your, you know... That have followings. Right. Yeah. You get you get these these people who are, like, I believe so strictly in, in an entity that, like, they I'm giving them power and they are influencing me. And, like, that it's, it's a dangerous relationship. It really, really is. Um, but more so than that, like giving your power to another person is something that is inevitable. You're always going to have transactions every single day. You're going to have to exchange energy regardless. Right. It's just how much you're willing to give. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's really interesting that you could look at any celebrity that you like admire or even worship. And you're like, how do they have so much energy to do so much during a day? I think about that all the time. And it's like, how are they doing all of that when I can barely keep up with all the shit I'm doing? Right. There's not enough days in the week for my bullshit. Well, holy crap, if you have, like, 60,000 people constantly thinking about you, like, it's it's yeah. hard not to think that, like, that energy transfers to them a little bit. Yeah. Like, and there's a scientific reason to believe that. Like, uh, <laughs> like a, a, attention is such a huge motivator. Like, yeah. It's... Well, it's why you see, like, um, even... Even on, like, a small scale. So, like, OnlyFans, for example. Yes. The more fans you have on there, the more you're likely to produce content because you're like, oh, there's people here. But when you start losing fans, you're like, oh, well, I guess mm -hmm. I'll stop doing content. Nobody really cares. And that goes with, even for anything, Twitter, right. Instagram, Twitch. Here <laughs> we are. Hello. Um, like, 
I even, like, find myself with this podcast, like, checking its stats, being like, are people even listening? Do people right. care? Should I keep doing it? Because if it's not getting listened to or if people don't care right. about what's it, the what's the point? point? Yeah. yeah. I'll put my energy into something else that people might be more interested in. Why, quote unquote, waste my time, basically, right, doing this? Because that's how it feels, as if people aren't engaging, then you're wasting your time. Which isn't necessarily the case. No, art, art is weird. I heard somebody say this the other day, and it's, like, sat with me, where it's, like, if you're wasted, if the time that you, quote-unquote, wasted made you happy, then, then it, it isn't wasted waste. time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So it's, like, if you sit and you watch, you binge-watch a show all day, and you're, like, oh, shit, I wasted the whole day. It's, like, but if that's what you wanted to do and it makes you happy, then you did not waste the day at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and like... I guess that's what goes into being a person versus being a celebrity. And some people want to be celebrities. And, like, it's like, why do you want to be a celebrity? Um, mostly it's because having the entire world love you is, like, such a huge feeling. Validation of attention. But from a magical perspective, that's a lot of fucking yummy energy. Yeah. Like, well, and it's very apparent that there are evil people up there that are aware of oh that. Oh, my gosh, yeah. 100%. Let's... Epstein? Epstein? Cosby? Cosby? Um, like, there's so many horrible, evil people that are very much aware. So, I, I don't want to get really dark with it, but Epstein is a really interesting case because children are manifestors of so much energy. Yes. Huge, huge potential energy and Trigger engines. warning. I don't know where we're yeah. going with this. I'm, I'm not going to go anywhere too deep <laughs> with it. But, but the reality is, is like if you can manipulate or even harm a child, uh-huh. like you can pull so much from them. Well, and a lot of witches believe that children are the closest to the veil, which means they're the closest to the the starting of the energy. Mm-hmm. And also the closer you are to death, the older you get. Right. Um, the closer you are to the veil on the other side as well. You're closer to that energy as well. But when you're getting older, it's it's different. When you're a child, it's so fresh. Mm-hmm. And just the energy is flowing through you constantly. Kids will often be like, oh, I have imaginary friends. I have this, that, and the other thing. Like, right. Kids know that they have, like, basically superpowers well, for a while until the older they get, the further away they get from that ability. I, I've always, like, this is a weird thing, and this comes from my childhood, but I've always believed that the monster in your closet and your imaginary friend are, like, in cahoots to, like... <laughs> <laughs> Trauma alert! <laughs> oh, no. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, not to, not to say, actually, this is going to become more wholesome than it is terrifying, okay, cute. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's, I think it is the, I think it's the job of your imaginary friend and the monster in your closet to work together to teach you how to stabilize your energy. Holy like. shit. Go into that. <laughs> Let's I, talk about it. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> like. It's, it is important to be afraid. It's important for you to be cautious. It's important for you to act upon survival yeah. instincts. It's like, you know, the monster in the closet only attacks the child in the fictional story. Yeah. Um. Anybody, I mean, please, if, if I'm missing something, please comment or chat or whatever. But the monster in the closet is such, like, a benign entity that, like, they're there to scare you. They're there to say boo. But it's, like, a tough job, and somebody's got to do it. And, like... 
Well, think about Monsters, Inc. Yeah, that's that. That's really a great example. Like, they end up taking care of her mm -hmm. because she went past the door and they're like, oh, no, wait, you're not no, supposed to be no, here. No, like, no, 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 We're not yeah. supposed to be, like, big and scary. Like, also, let's take care of you. Also think of Monsters, Inc. that, like, a human's power is a fucking energy resource. Yes, <laughs> the like, screams. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the laughter. It's like you can find more energy and joy than you can in fear. But I, I think, like... I think your imaginary friend is somebody who you like plant this fucking seed mm -hmm. into as a kid. And then they're like, I'm here to protect you. Cause I'm... we've, we all have them. Right. Like, and nobody told us, Oh, when you're a kid, you have an imaginary friend. Yeah, and you're who's like, your okay. imaginary friend? Yeah, nobody, yeah. we just have them. We just know. Right. Like there's just things you just know as a kid. I remember when I was a kid, I told my parents, I used to talk to angels. Uh -huh. I was also very religious as a child. So I was like, they must be angels. Um, but straight up, I would be in the back seat looking through this the sunroof of the car mm -hmm. talking but no sound was coming out mm -hmm. and just looking up and just word like mouthing words totally. and my parents would be like what are you doing and i'd look back down and i'd be like i'm talking to my angels and then i'd go right back to doing it like a fucking psychopath i want to think of your parents perspective where their little kid is like I'm talking to angels. <laughs> and then just right back at it again. Yeah, yeah. Like, nothing has changed. It's like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm right. changing the tire on my car. Like, I'm talking to angels. Like, it's just it's the same thing. And they were just like, okay. Right. Like, what do you say? You're like, oh, okay. Right. And we've all done that. Right, right. We have, I, I would love to meet the, the person who was like, no, nah, I never had an imaginary friend. No, I was never afraid of something. It's like, I knew fucking... I knew about vampires before anybody told me about vampires. Yeah. Like, and, like, there was always a fucking monster in my closet. There was always a monster under my bed. Like, it, it formed Were you the me. monster all along? Oh, my gosh. We were the monsters all Humans along. Humans were the real monsters. <laughs> my favorite plot point. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. Um... I, I think they I think they are whether or not they are entities that you create or entities that exist beyond some sort of veil, I think they are extremely essential. And I think they sort of like fulfill the purpose of a child not just going like Here you go, here's my energy. The first the first like fucking ice cream motherfucker. Well, kids who... don't give you the time of day unless they want to either. Right. Like kids like will look at you and be like Okay, for example, you go up to a kid and you're like, hey, can I have a bite of your ice cream or whatever? Mm. They'd be like, no. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, they they will give you the time of day if they want. Or if they like you, they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. And that's another way of, like, giving the magic and whatever. Right, like, right. They know. Mm -hmm. They're aware right. of the power that they have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it's really, really, really powerful. And you, you grow up and you kind of grow in control of it. And you, like, you kind of, like, let it dull. Because you start to interact with what the real world is. Quote, unquote, real world. Ha ha. Which concrete and buildings are not what we were supposed to be doing. No, we're supposed to be naked no. eating fruit. Yeah. Like. That's what I'm doing after this. And <laughs> well, in like the world that we live in, the, or at least the urban world that we live in, um, pulls us further and further away from the magic roots. And I think the government knows it. Oh, They're yeah. They're trying to pull us away from that because they know. Mm -hmm. And they're staying in touch with it. Because if you notice, especially, like, really rich people and people that are higher-ups, they're not in urban livings. Mm -hmm. They're out in nature. Right, right. They're, they're growing gardens. They're mm -hmm. having, like, secret spaces of food. Like, they know. Mm -hmm. 
And they know that if the more urban we get, the more concrete in buildings we have, the further we are from manifesting that power. Right, 100%. And if we are occupied with working 40 hours well, a week and, like, never being home or have free time, we won't have time to think about that and invest into it because we have to go work. And and even beyond that, like, we, with the world being, like, eaten up on a physical level and we can't create many more cities, even though we definitely can, like go on the internet and and count how many people you fucking hate because of their shitty opinion. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to create communities how anymore. How much time you got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not trying to create communities anymore. What we're no. looking... We're looking... We're, we're separating more and more and more and more. We're dedicating, like, a, a really alarming amount of time to the people who we disagree with and how we can, like... Yes. How we can pwn them. Well, and that's how it is, like... I, I'm not on Facebook as much anymore. No, me it's neither. Just, it's a horrid place. But anytime you post something, this is something that's bothered me, is it's, like, you make a point about, uh, you know, column A, and somebody brings up, well, what about column C? It's mm -hmm. like, we're not talking about that. And they're like, now they're mad at you that you didn't bring up column C when you were talking about column A. Right. And it's like, why are we upset right now? Why are we we're mad at each other? We're talking about two different things. You're also assuming my opinions on column C right. when I'm talking about column A right now. Mm -hmm. you, do you know what I mean when Oh, I no, 100%. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, it's, um, it's a really fucking weird thing because you can look at... And everybody's you, ready to fight. Oh, everybody's ready to fight. And it's only been weirder and made worse by the last year. Oh, yeah, with like, the insane isolation we've all been we, going through. But, I, I mean, like, how on earth... And I'm not calling anybody out because, once again, you're entitled to your own opinion... Um, even if it's fucking wrong, um, but, but I was having a really hard time last year mm -hmm. on social media because that was the only way that we could interact with people. And two yes. things were, two things were going on was, uh, we were at the height of a pandemic and, and the BLM protests. Yes. yes. And I would go and I would put posts that were like, everybody is going to see where I'm coming from. I'm like, just wear a mask. Hey, uh, let's be empathetic towards other people. It's yeah. like I, I. We're all going through a hard time. Let's understand that. Anybody on the video feed, I'm not necessarily the most qualified person to talk on <laughs> on on the protests of last year, even though I'm an advocate for and was definitely on the side of like what the fuck is going on. But I would go and I'd be like, let's be empathetic towards people, and I would be have I would have people who are so ready to be like, no, you're fucking wrong. Here's why. Here's a link to this. Here's a link to this. Yeah. And I'm like... No, anytime I post anything nowadays. Yeah. And it's hard, especially when it's like being a con content creator, artist, anything. Like, mm -hmm. I do a lot of stuff that involves having an audience like this that we're mm -hmm. doing right now. Right. Um, where you need to be constantly putting out something. Yep. But at the same time, anytime I post anything anything it doesn't matter the intention mm -hmm. people are just quick to just get mad at you for something that was said in it and we need to be a lot more empathetic yeah like you're saying i'm just like also don't bring up column c if we're talking about column a i mean it's crazy yeah it's it's, it's crazy since you're a content creator i've seen so many content creators lose followers because they had like an opinion on given there's some opinions you deserve losing followers I, okay 100 <laughs> putting pineapple on pizza is not one of them you know what i mean and that's the shit that people get like followers last one is like oh they said they like pineapple on pizza right. fuck them i can't deal with them anymore i can't right. look at them this it's like shut up who cares did i um did i tell you about the huge fight i got in with 
a former member of my band over the 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 BLM protests. No, would you like to s- tell the tell the class? I'm willing to do it. Um, this is <laughs> this is our former bass player for maybe like eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would never ever watch the stream, and I blocked him on Facebook. Um, cool. But I was <laughs> so so nobody who would be like officially associated with the AOKs. So this is a person who's like completely temporary. Um, but he did play our songs with us, and um. At the height of the Black Lives Matter protests, I posted, I I shared a thing that I copy-pasted that was 100 video links to police abuse. Uh Um, And been like, this is a problem. Yeah. This person got into a huge, um, huge argument with me. Like, huge social media fight. I felt like such an idiot for indulging in it. Mm -hmm. But he was like, I can't believe you think this way. Think what way? That that police are abusers and we need police reform. Uh, have you been paying attention? And I was like, dude, <laughs> you you played... In a punk in a band. punk band <laughs> that had specific anti-cop, anti-cop songs. songs. What the We fuck? have a song where we fight cops. <laughs> we have a... Multiple, <laughs> multiple songs. We have another song where I say racial intolerance is the worst thing that could ever happen. And he literally, I was like, you played these songs, dude. And he was like, he literally replied, I didn't think you meant it. What, <laughs> what the fuck? And then he went on to say, is like, nobody thought you meant it. We were all really worried for you. No, they weren't. No, no, Nobody they weren't. Was. There's no right-leaning conservative... Well, there is a right-leaning conservative punk movement, but... We don't talk about that. We don't fucking talk about that. Um, anyway, magic. <laughs> uh, anyway, magic. Uh, wow, we went from monster under your bed to police brutality. I told in you. In <laughs> 0.5 seconds. <laughs> we were trying to figure out, like, a show schedule, and I was like... If you and I sit down, <laughs> we will talk. Yeah, so normally with the podcast, I'll, like, talk with the person beforehand of, like, okay, what are all the things you want to talk about? Like, and then I kind of, like, write down a list of things, and I'm, like, J- just to keep the podcast on track, just to make sure that, you know, we're bringing up no, all the things. we're off the track. And <laughs> I forgot to call Mark on Monday. Um, Doesn't matter. And I was, like, you know what? Fuck it. It's fine. So, like, right when you got here, I was just, like, let's just write down some topics, and let me tell you, we still have four more things. I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm, 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 I'm here with it. This is relatively early for me, so... No, this is perfect. This okay, is going wicked. great. I am here for it. Wicked, wicked. So, so anyway... yeah, fuck the police was Johnny whole... Depp is evil. No! <laughs> Johnny Depp is fine. He's the victim. They're all evil. Well, yes. okay, yes. He's the victim in this particular case, and I'm very happy that that has finally become... Me too. I am yeah. the biggest Pirates of the Caribbean fan oh my, for oh, OG people oh, who know. I am the oh, biggest are? Pirates of the Caribbean oh, fan. Oh, you are? I am. I oh, am. All right. What, are you trying to say you are? No, I fucking love Pirates of the Caribbean. I fucking love Pirates okay, of the Caribbean. So, Do you want to have a movie marathon Oh, day? yes. We will 100% have a movie marathon. <laughs> so at the end of two... Only the, not four and five. We no, don't talk about that. four and five. No, 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 no. no. Do, no. In fo- wait, is it four and five that they destroy magic? That and they change the um, origin story of the compass. Fuck all that. Okay. Fuck that so, noise. So, I want to say this. <laughs> Lucifer the Pirate Lord. Yes! <laughs> I kind of fucking love that, that Caterpillar has been here this whole time while we bullshitted. Cat is an amazing friend of mine. I fucking love Cat. Cat's my mod on everything. They say, wait, there was five? I, I thought, thought there was three. Yes, you're right. You're only correct. Three. You're correct. Yes. Okay. 
So, <laughs> Pirates 2. Yes. Okay, post credit scene. Yes. And, uh, and uh, I don't remember her name. Tia Dama. So you are the bigger fan. So Tia Dama Told is, you, bitch. Tia Dama is like, <laughs> <laughs> I've brought some help. And Barbosa walks down the stairs. I shit my pants I in the theater. I shit my fucking pants. <laughs> it is the... I remember what theater I was in, what seat I was yeah. in when that happened. And I was with my friend Sarah. Uh, Mr. Mac Laster, if you're on Twitch. Mr. Mac Laster's partner, Sarah. Um, we are in the movie theater together, and I shit myself. I was... Oh, my God. Freaking out, so happy. And what was weird about that is, like, I hated Barbosa in the first, but I was so happy to see him in the Barbosa second. Barbosa is like, oh, widow baby. Oh, yeah, let me is, just take... We, we must, must protect. Protect, <laughs> <laughs> protect I, Barbosa! I fucking love those movies because they are all about how, like, don't trust anybody because like even the people who you love are gonna betray you in some point in your life and you kind of either have to get over it uh or you have to shoot him in the face or you have to give him a caribbean curse i don't know hand him a coin give him a curse i also fucking love that jack sparrow was not a good guy yes he's a he's the anti-hero anti-villain what's the thing where it's just gray area yeah he he is chaotic neutral yeah there you go absolutely he's just trying to make he just his own does way. what works for him he's just trying to make his own satanism way. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what it is where it's like i'm just gonna do what i need to do in this moment yeah regardless of the outcome for other people but it, this is what i need for it, me it needs to work out for me yeah, yeah absolutely yeah he is a satanist absolutely 100 percent. yeah and he ends up in like satanist hell too where like he has to deal with himself with the crabs <laughs> the crabs and like no his whole crew is him and like they don't agree with him and oh yeah, yeah and he's yeah. like oh oh shit should i learn something about this and he absolutely and he's like nah, nah i'm gonna repress that nah, one fuck it i'm gonna lick a stone <laughs> hey friends sorry to cut you off but that is the end of part three of my interview with mark swan we will have part four up next week and in part four we will go into the fae and uh talking about the different types of fae etc etc i'm very excited for you to hear about it again friendly reminder i do have a patreon patreon.com slash lucifer official and for only three bucks a month you can support this podcast and see full videos of each of the interviews that i do there and full episodes not all chopped up into different weeks it's just all there for you to view whenever you'd like so if you want to go over there and support this podcast it is patreon.com slash lucifer official and i will see y'all next week Bye-bye.